This is the We Talk Nerd Podcast. A podcast sponsored by PixelPubGaming.com. This podcast is about everything nerd covering games, movies, comics, and technology. Now, now it's time, time to, to get, get nerdy. nerdy. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm not that impressed with Anthem. I'm Andrew, and I'm in looter shooter heaven. I'm Rob, and I value my free time. <laughs> so, no game uh, to services for you, right? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're changing the format up a little bit. You may have noticed we have a cool little intro now. But, uh, yeah, no more streams. It's all going to be like this, so you can find us at our usual places. But uh, today, on this episode, we're probably going to focus most of the discussion on uh, Anthem versus The Division 2. Mm-hmm. And maybe... Try to make uh, it a little more focused. A little more yeah. uh, bite-sized, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cut down the format a little bit, give you guys exactly what you need. And uh, maybe maybe fill in with some Umbrella Academy, because we've seen... A couple of us seen some of that, so we'll not talk about it, too. Stick around. But yeah, starting off with Anthem and The Division, uh, initial thoughts about Anthem was that after... I don't know, 40 hours into it, uh, my opinion changed dramatically. So end game. Uh, yeah, once I got to the end game, everything I thought about the game kind of changed. Cause or, I at least, a... <laughs> or at least what you're thinking, lacking end game is what you're yes, thinking. Yeah. Lacking end game. Right. Those, uh, my three repeatable dailies and three uh, quote-unquote strongholds, dungeons, whatever you want to call those things. Yeah. But how about the gameplay loop, though? I don't like it. I don't like the. You don't, I don't like, like the gameplay loop. Uh, oh. No, I don't like slogging away for six hours in attempts to maybe get one useful masterwork and oh, nothing goodness. else. That's the idea of a looter shooter. It wouldn't be a looter shooter if it wouldn't. Like that's like. Well, that's the, I think Diablo <laughs> three mentality, right? Is like. Uh, I think you're missing loot. out on the key component of looter shooter, which is loot. You gotta oh, there's have, loot. There's you gotta loot. have that loot. It's not. Not good loot, though. Sure, I get plenty of purples and all that good stuff, but they're not useful to me anymore. Well, let's put it this way. You know, they really were going for a Diablo perspective, right? I mean, I think everyone knows that, right? Where you you continually grind to get that really perfect item for that build that you like. They've, they've explained mm-hmm. that way beforehand. And the idea of all of these, these components, all these guns and stuff that you don't need that you can break down and actually, uh, you know, use for you know, components or whatever it may be. That's normal in every, like, looter, right? Looter game, like Diablo. Uh, you can say Destiny is the same thing. Um, and I, I, that's perfectly fine for me. And then when when those things have, when those good legendaries drop and you want it and need it, it just feels so much better, right? Hmm. I mean, I see that way, but at the same time, I I want to, I don't know, I want to, I want to feel like I'm getting stuff. Like the big driving factor in, let's say, World of Warcraft, where it kind of, I think kind of, you know, kind of spawned the the need to get better and higher level gear, is that you can, you know, you can do something and you know when you finish that you're going to get a better piece of, you know, whatever that you're going to have this increase. It's going to make you feel good. And with Anthem, you know, I can do this, uh, you know, this legendary contract, and at the end of it, I'm going to get a component that I don't need, and that's the only thing I accomplished out of those, you know. 45 minutes it took me to do that contract that is a good point right because what at the end you should come out with something coin or some xp or something like that so let's add you know let's ask rob you know, rob you haven't played anthem yet right well just part of the beta um i was i was there with you guys uh checking it out 
Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it was fairly broken and um, needed a little bit more time in the oven. Uh, I'm everything I'm hearing seems to have justified that position. What do you guys think? I think gameplay wise, uh, I, I the, the flying around, the landing, the the combat aspect of everything. Um, once you're in a mission, it feels great. The game, the gunplay feels good. The flying around, feeling like you're a you know a mech and a, you know the robot, the javelin thing. That's all. That's all good and fun. I love shooting the abilities, having those combos hit. But yeah. the load screens and the kind of emptiness the world feels like. Some of these looter shooters feel sort of like MMO-ish, where the world's filled out and flushed out. But with Anthem, it kind of feels hollow and empty because it's it's, it's just loading screens into a mission. You finish it, go back. Load into another mission, finish it, go back. And there's no real kind of, it doesn't feel alive. Yeah, they did touch on like where, like in in the I think it was E3 demo where they had a monster killing another monsters and they're battling and you know mm-hmm. stuff stuff was happening. That doesn't happen in in Anthem. Well, yeah, it does nothing. In, nothing in exists. Nothing exists right. outside of what you can see in front of you most of the time. Yeah. So I mean, I I agree with that. There were there. They need to build out the world. They need to build out more activities that activities in general all around. So to answer Rob's question, like it does it like the beta transfer over to the real game? They've made a lot of changes. I I have to give kudos to EA and Bioware because not only have they done like major fixes, of course, like right away they they have been very timely. Yeah, they've been very timely about this stuff. Yeah, and they're listening. They 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 do streams. They do streams, but the degree has always been answered, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. and the streams are always saying, "This is what we have going forward." And some of the stuff you just mentioned before, like uh, you know, more more end game material, more uh, valuable loot, they they've already have on their on There's their list. There's been a lot of changes. Like yeah. one of the biggest things was whites and greens are still dropping at max level, which which is completely useless at that level. Yeah. And they fixed that, yeah. They they you know they took that out. So I do give them I give give them props for listening to what people like. Hey, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't be this way. If it's a simple and easy fix, they'll do it. But I'm still still waiting on them to you know make it feel like I'm putting uh, you getting something out of the time I put into it, not just mm-hmm. pure luck. So when you a lot of a lot of times, especially when you're talking about a looter shooter, you hear about the power curve in which like your time to kill goes down and you end up feeling more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember not feeling very powerful playing the beta. Um, clearly you guys seem to enjoy the gameplay and everything. Does it still feel a little spongy or, or have they really uh, tightened that up? Oh, it depends on your loot. Like 100% depends on your loot. And that is how it should feel because, you know, in like, I'm just going to reference Diablo or, or destiny you know get the galahorn oh well everything's basically dead around you you know or get the diablo 3 like you get the nice set that you always wanted and it has that set piece everything starts you know killing now you can go up to grandmaster or whatever you know i'm sorry not grandmaster but a higher rifts or something like that Mm -hmm. that's how this feels if you get the legendary stuff if you get your good legendary stuff i have some really good legendary combos and stuff that my build is just you know good synergy there i first of all i can't die I, I can just consistently regenerate and I combo really, really high um, with, you know, a gun that explodes on like critical hits. It's just, it feels good when you, when you, uh, when you have that power level. So do you feel like you're overpowered? No, I don't think I'm overpowered because GM one is where I'm at right now. And that's basically the, the main, 
the main uh, loot grinding uh, difficulty level because GM2 and GM3, which are the hard difficulty levels, uh, they still need to be balanced for loot and for difficulty. I think Brandon has more on that. Yeah, I would say that um, the reason people kind of maybe feel overpowered right now is because, you know, they have all these nice sets that are supposed to be used at a higher difficulty. But what's the point of going to do those higher difficulties if you're not going to get any better loot? Like you can put this, Mm. you know, less time into a lower difficulty and get more loot than you would as putting more time into the harder difficulty. So that's that's one thing they haven't quite fixed and patched yet is... Because in like Diablo, you know, you would you're on a race to try to get to the highest difficulty possible. Where in Anthem, you just want to stay at that one level because anything past that is not going to be any better. It's only going to make it harder for you. Hmm. So, question then: do you, do you guys feel like you're still getting good quality loot even at the lower difficulty levels? Like you're still improving your your guy? I think the loot pool is exactly the same. No, it's it's different. Like it's very it's very vast, actually. If it so, is different, the only thing they haven't there's nothing to indicate that the loot pool is different. It just says there's a better chance for the gear to drop on a higher level. That is absolutely true, and that they need, they need to work on because they need to tell you maybe what you're like. If if a dungeon gives you a specific loot table, it should probably display something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I do agree, um, but it is if you go into GM one and you complete it there's always a chance for a legendary on random on random uh monster drops and in the chests and i've i've found that you know maybe i'll get the legendary every i don't know 10 runs or something like that and you know it may be bad but the potential of it being good is also it's really high the thing is though like you i think you just kind of pointed out for me i have to do the same thing or something really similar 10 times to get that one legendary piece. Well, let's let's put it that way. I mean, come on, like one out we, of 11. This is a this is a looter, right? Mm-hmm. We've done dungeons and wow, we've done uh, see, Rob mentioned Borderlands, at the point, right? Like, I don't know, there I feel like there needs to be like a um a gentle slope in gear. But what we're at right now is like it was a gentle slope that plateaued and is now like it takes forever to get one little step up. You know, you know what I mean? Like, there's not mm-hmm. a natural progression. It's slowly, you know, slowly sloped, complete, you know, st- you know, stand off flat ground, and then every ten runs you get one step. Mm-hmm. Ten. Yeah, more that's runs, how they used to time box um, or level cap uh, WoW raids. Is that you know you you had to wait for the weekly reset and you would only get a fixed amount of loot that would drop for your entire uh, raid party. So even if everybody got at least one piece that they needed you know, you're only incrementally improving your gear score and you were like, and when you hit a boss, that was a gear check, you know, you wouldn't be able to get further past that. You have to keep grinding on it. So it sometimes that's kind of like an artificial barrier to progression. Do you still feel like that might be, um, in the game or is that, um, or, or is it more skill-based where the progression gaps are in terms on well, or an anthem anthem and anthem. I don't think there is a, I think it's all based on your gear. I don't think there's a whole lot of um, being skill locked out. Because in general, you can complete just about anything. Um, I think if you have better gear, you're going to do more damage to it and make it go faster. I don't Mm. think you're going to be like, I can't do this because we're not geared enough. At least not right now in Anthem. I I, I agree with that. But also it depends on your team. Because for strongholds, you you need a team. 
if you don't the, need somebody team... sucking their thumb in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So but I mean, in general, just just like general, like if, you're, if they're playing anthem right now, mm-hmm. they're they know what they're doing. They're not, you know, they're not like somebody who's like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. This is why we can't do this. Everybody, everybody knows what they're doing at that point in the game. So it's a good time to like bring in the division and how we can yeah. like, yeah, because now now that we've touched on anthem, which has been out now, division's out um, mm-hmm. just recently for early access people. At, at this moment and from our point really, we're talking early yeah. it's just you know it's full release but it's an early access look for us that's right it's that's only, right it's only been out for going on 48 hours now i know i've put in close to about 10 hours i don't know how much you've put in there i put in about three yeah okay yeah but so but I, I i'm enjoying the game a lot yeah. The, yeah to me the biggest thing that shines about the division i'm not in end game yet so i really can't compare end games mm-hmm. but the gunplay and the to, I some people don't like the combat, but to me, the gunplay just feels so natural and so nice. Mm. Um, all the you know the different recoils, the you know the speeds, the reloads, that kind of thing. How there like how it of... hits when it hits the enemy, just feels it just feels right. Yeah, there's a lot of archetypes of guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I remember a, that. There's a huge variety of stuff. Right, and it feels like a division one, but even more tactical. Are you getting that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Now, yeah. I don't think there was a lot of complaints about the way that the Division One felt as a shooter, yeah, or definitely even, content. even some, or yeah, or even some of its fun. I think it was all based around the content and the lack of control on exploits. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's too early to say if any of that stuff's been creeping up, but uh, based upon what you've seen, um, is that the kind of thing that this game would be able to survive if that happened again? Well, I'll give you the in the in the beta, um, they were saying go out, find things that are exploited, like find to break something, and tell us what it is so we can fix it before release. So there was a there was a couple things people found out um, that they could abuse and say like the dark zone and stuff, and those are fixed in the release. Well, so I, I'm a little dubious on that point because they had that hack, that speed hack, uh, happening mm-hmm. in the beta of Division One. And they still release the game either way. Right. So that's a good point because hacking was one of the major issues on PC. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's what destroyed the experience for me. That was one of the major ones. Um, also, the end game, like you mentioned, was lacking. It was just a delta. Basically, you know, as you as you hit max level, you know, all the things above you are just harder to kill and they kill you faster. That there was no there was no challenge there's no challenge other than that. They didn't add mechanics, they didn't do anything. You just have to have a good team, which was almost really impossible at the time. Or more um, bullets. Yes, more bullets. Really bullet mm-hmm. spongy. Now I do want to touch on though, there are there were some major changes with actual gameplay. Like for instance, in Division One, uh the healing pack, when you heal yourself, it was an instant heal and you could have and get those med packs like wherever. So you would have people like shooting each other, insta healing, shooting each other, insta healing. This mm-hmm. time it's an armor system. So you actually have to tactically hide behind something, regenerate your armor, or else you're dead in seconds, like in two, three shots, because that's your that's how big your HP pool is. It's not very it's not very large. Um I don't know about endgame, but when I actually did do the the end beta end game where they gave the, you like every everything invasion, like they yeah. gave you like all this good gear even the normal monsters hit you really hard and you mm-hmm. have to hide behind something or else you're dead so it's i think it's a more tactical shooter now there's definitely more of 
you know symbiosis you gotta have you know you'd be running this loadout your friend needs to have this loadout and this guy needs to have this loadout to really mm-hmm. feel like you're doing it properly but you know in terms of end game and in in terms of content wise because that's the biggest thing i think the difference between these two games is the amount of content there is towards the end so i, agree. I don't know how long it's going to take to complete all the what i would call you know base content non the non-end game content i've heard it'll be 40 hours uh you know we'll see um but there's already like i think three or four what they call strongholds in this game maybe five strongholds that are max level strongholds or dungeon runs whatever you want to call them um there's the invasions which are like um the main missions redux with some newer enemies that come in there's some story stuff that goes along with that it's harder that's what we played in the beta uh they're called invasions and then there's uh pvp control points right uh, I think the control points are just you know national progression. Um, no, the control points they just they, they talked about this, which was pretty crazy. On your map, you'll see a control point. That control point can get stronger and stronger, uh, depending on what you defeat at around it, and then right. it, it it boosts up the the level of difficulty for that strong point and gives you better loot. So it's a it's an out it's like a public event that gets stronger and stronger as you go. That's that, that's that's an end game thing, right? And also, like Dark Zone is an. Yeah, I'm not sure thing. on that one. So yeah, there's I, the Dark Zone, which is, which is PVE PVP, mm-hmm. which is you know you fight all that. But they have PVP PVP in the uh, I think it's called Conquest or Con, something like that Conquest mode, which is just I think, uh, two v two or something like that, where it's you go in, you fight, you specifically aiming to fight another group of players. Mm-hmm. And a close and map. Then, and they've already said they are implementing a raid, which is what they're calling it, a raid, 100% a raid. It's going to be eight players, PvE, like you would see in uh, Destiny 2 or in WoW. That's yeah. Anthem doesn't have anything like that. Yeah, and, and the, I haven't heard plans for anything like that so far. Yeah, no plans for Anthem for that, but I think you, you hit it on the nose, is the difference between endgame between these two. Uh, Division really massive, really thought about the endgame because they... They, they had to fix it from the division one right. uh so they really focused on it uh anthem you know it's a brand new game it, they're kind of new to games of services i didn't expect it to be perfect but i do like the game play, gameplay loop right um but it does need end game with division uh you know it's i, I we haven't reached the end game like you said we'll probably touch on a little bit about it uh probably later but um at the moment i'm really enjoying it and yeah. there's a clan system. Clan system's really good. Yeah, the too. clan system's in the division, and there's you know bonuses for that. The biggest thing I think people are upset about with uh, Anthem is that they, Bioware themselves, said it was in development for six years. I don't know if I believe that Anthem, as it is right now, was in development for six years. It kind of feels like they may have took a single-player game and chopped it into a looter shooter. Yeah. It feels sort of very yeah. andromeda in a lot of ways. I think this I think Anthem if they had made it a single player game with a good fleshed out story and everything would have been great. But the way they have it chopped up where it's all these loading screens and missions and you know the only um story, you know, going around talking to di- the only dialogue you get is you go around the city and talk to people and you don't really have to do that to do anything else in the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas say like in the division, you know, there's there's missions on missions on missions on missions that's all integrated into the open world. There is no load screens. You just go in and play. The whole thing's open. You don't go through a load screen at all. Yeah. And it, like one, I'll give you one thing I said on Reddit today. I, I didn't even know this could happen in the division. But you're talking about control points where you can walk up on a group of like a, your friendly patrols and they will recognize like, hey, that's an agent. You know, we can we can go do 
more, you know, difficult things now that there's an agent near us. And, you know, they react, like, if you get in a gunfight, if somebody can hear the gunshots, they'll come running if they have a weapon and help you out. You don't have anything like that in Anthem. You just load in and kill things. <laughs> it, we'll just put it this way. Anthem has a lot of potential. It does. It does. I think it's a really cool game. But, like, I, I don't know, I kind of got off on a tangent. But in six years, they've seen the first, you know, first Destiny. They've seen all the Borderlands. They've seen Destiny 2. They've seen, you know, the first Division. They've even seen Fallout 76 and how terrible that was at being a looter shooter. It's they could they should have done better. Every game of the services at this point, especially a new looter shooter, like was ne- is never going to come out perfect. Division or not, sorry, not the yeah Division one and Destiny one. I there was this is same it's the same thing that's happening on Reddit. Same thing that with the mi- minority making the majority of the you know complaints and everything. It's it's the same thing. It's the same formula. We just have to take it, you know, step by step, you know, let the developers work at it and we'll yeah. see a better game come out of it. As long as we're yeah. being constructive about it, as long as we, we, the community are being constructive about it. But, you know, when you, but you got to think about it, like a couple of years ago, you wouldn't have seen something like this. You get a finished product and you play the finished product. It's kind of hard to, you know, play it and be like the guinea pig and be like, well, this is what needs to be fixed to make this game good. You know? Yeah, I would uh, I throw it out there. That was kind of where I was going with this is that you're really paying to be a beta tester. I, mean, I won't go games. that far to say, but like, you know, their goal should be giving that you know, we shouldn't have to touch this product once we release it. It should be good enough to stand where it is. Well, I that think you're was... always going to see changes and updates. Oh, definitely and now. And stuff. But so, like, I mean, it shouldn't especially... be, you shouldn't be trying to make it playable. It should already be playable. That it's playable. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not playable. You know what I mean, though. Like, it should it should already achieve its goal on release. You shouldn't be like, "Here's the game. It's not exactly the way we wanted it, but here it is right now, and um, we'll 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 I get mean, there eventually." This also happens like with stuff like No Man's Sky. This happens with early access is there for a reason. On Steam, oh yeah, those got know? those got drug under the ground. Those those were raked over came, the coals. But they came back. Yeah. And I assume Fallout 76 is gonna make a comeback. You know, the idea is. That yes, you know, games of services like this are gonna, never going to be perfect, but with the community backing it up, with people playing it, people being passionate about it, and again, getting like building a game that people want to enjoy, yeah, they they can't get stuff perfect. They can't read people's minds, in my opinion. I think they're doing a fantastic job of what they're I doing. I think right that now. might be a little generous to some of these development shops saying that they can't read people's mm-hmm. minds. There's some of these games are coming out with a startling lack of polish and just from a professional standpoint. They've been making games for years. They should, you know, they should have, you know, idea of what the what the market, you know, wants in general. Yeah, like a bu- a game that's not completely broken and buggy, uh enough server capacity to handle the influx of players. I I'm wondering if these games as services shouldn't be just thought of as early access games given that you're unlikely to to get a finished product in a box and be able to sit down and play it. It's almost like you have to expect that it's going to be several weeks to several months before the game is really say, in a playable state. It depends on like how I guess how much you want to put your time into things. I, like I said, 40 hours of Anthem is incredible and great and really fun. I would say the first 40 hours I would rate maybe 
uh, seven and a half, eight out of ten. Like most it's really fun to play in forty hours. So that's uh, right. That's a so pretty get, good experience. You get a good experience, but after those forty hours is where you know where they're what that's what you're advertising as a games of service, your in game stuff. That's what you're you're you know that's what everybody wants. And after those forty hours, it's it's more or less go do those things that you're already doing again. Yeah, I don't know. It's just hard, but I would say first 40 hours are, are fun and definitely worth it. Well, I guess here's the question you, really though, right? Is I guess, what's the value of your dollar? Like how yeah. much do you, how much play time do you want to put on a dollar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. So uh, it's val- valued opinion here. And then we've, we've talked a lot about Anthem. We talked a lot about division. I know Rob, you have Anthem, but you haven't, you know, touched it, but you know, given, given this information from our experience, it seems like, you would wait for a little bit longer. And I, and I perfectly see that like, that's fine. Cause I know people in real life that, you know, this same thing, they want to just wait a little bit. Um, so what do you think about that? You're going to wait a little bit more to try to dive into it later. Oh, for Anthem. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. There, there's so many good games out there. There's things that I, that I enjoy that I'd like to finish up that mm-hmm. if I were to jump an Anthem, I wouldn't, you know, be able to get back to. So um, I, I really regret pre-ordering and i had kind of sworn off of pre-ordering <laughs> but sometimes you just you get in that that mood and the credit card comes out and you know one thing <laughs> leads to another so right. um yeah i really regret i regret it as soon as i bought it but being what it is you really can't you know back out of pre-orders and you know there's some situations where games come out in such a different state than than you're expecting or that you believe in you know if i was really if I was a huge, if I was a bigger Fallout fan than I am, which would be pretty big, and I had pre-ordered 76, you know, just kind of sight unseen, just like, okay, it's a new Fallout game, take my money. Um, I, I would have been, like, devastated at what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think it's, you know, the smart move is never pre-order any game ever, and... I'll I'll start taking my own advice on that, <laughs> and maybe some of you guys out there will do the same. I, I would say that I'm not like I think I got my value out of Anthem from what I've played so far. I'm not disappointed. I'm not uh, disappointed in what I experienced in those forty hours. Uh, I was wanting to put more hours into it, and that's what I'm kind of disappointed about is that I'm not able not able to feel like I'm being rewarded for putting more time into it. Yeah, it's got to be respectful of your time. And that was a complaint I had for Destiny 2 is that it wasn't respecting my time. It felt like I was doing chores to to advance. That's that's a good way to look at this. Like, I feel like I'm putting chores in. Like, I'm going in, I'm doing my daily contracts, and then I'm running this stronghold over and over and over again to get one piece of candy. All right. Well, I think maybe we've been uh, kicking the the horse for a little while. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could uh, let people know how they can reach out to us and give us their feedback and what they thought of this new episode. Yes, yeah, so we talked a lot about Anthem, the vision, you know, the looter shooters in, in general, and how, you know, criticisms that we have and how we enjoyed, the, enjoyed it. So we want to hear more about uh, about that with our, from our community. And you can reach us out uh, if you have questions to pixelpubtv at gmail.com. Or you can leave comments on any of the various platforms. They leave, you know, that five-star ratings for our podcast. That'd be fantastic. Uh, but also, you know, we have a very large Discord of looter shooter gamers and just gamers in general at Pixelpub. So discord.gg slash Pixelpub, you can find us. We actually have uh, Anthem Clan. or I say we have, uh, you know, plan to have Anthem Clans when it comes out. And we actually have Division Clans. So, you know, 
dive right in, you know, play with us and be really good. The We Talk Nerd podcast is part of the Pixel Pub gaming community. For more information regarding our community and the games we play, please visit pixelpubgaming.com. Join our Discord partnered community. Gain XP for chatting, earn levels, and enter our giveaways. Please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash pixelpub. The We Talk Nerd podcast is made possible because of listeners like you. Support us by sharing this podcast with your friends and leaving us a five-star review. See you, nerds.